guys, how's it going? This is uh, Davis here, back with the uh, M3 podcast, and we're back with my buddy here, Brandon. Uh, yes. Going back to some of the co-hosts again, just like uh, last week was with uh, Dallas. Kind of going back to this uh, two-week uh, thing instead of every week. It was getting, like you said before, getting a little much, but still always fun. So uh, we talk about movies, games, TV shows, anime, any of that kind of fun stuff. If you like that type of stuff, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel below and uh, rate five stars on any available listening platforms. Uh, this this week, we're kind of getting into the uh, new Ratchet and Clank game that's coming out. So there's a new one that came out that's coming out, I guess, for PS5. Uh, we just watched the trailer for that, so we're going to discuss it and then kind of get into like nostalgic games and like... Uh, games in general a little bit that this is going to be more of a video game oriented episode compared to normally where it's movies oriented um, but then another thing I kind of want to throw into there if we get it time to talk about it if the flow goes we might get into the uh, Supernatural prequel as well because the Supernatural show ended last uh, last year so and now they're getting into a prequel and uh, I don't know I'm kind of interested about it so I think it would be pretty fun but uh What's, uh, what's going on, Brandon? Yeah, man. Uh, it's been a while. It's like I actually managed to get my hands on a PS5, speaking of. <laughs> oh, my God, really? How much yeah, did that cost you? Uh, it was pretty expensive because I got an extra controller as well. Um, don't mind me while I'm walking in my backyard just checking on my cats out here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my, they've been sold out like everywhere forever, right? Even though they came out, what, in, I think in November or something last year? Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend managed to uh, like send a message in a group chat, and he was like, "Hey, Southside Best Buy just got some new in stock," and I'm like, "Crap, I'm living on the north side. Should I just like drive? This is on a Friday, so should I just like take my lunch break to drive down and grab it?" But my other buddy in the same group chat was like, "Oh, I'm actually like there right now. Do you want me to pick it up for you?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Here, let me just send you the money. Fucking get yeah. into it right away. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, he was nice enough to like deliver it to me all the way on the north side, like that same day. So yeah, I got some, some good gaming in. But holy, was that expensive! What? It was like, I got the disc edition because with that one you can get the digital only, which has no disc drive. But yeah. then you can't play any like physical copy games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of like having the occasional physical game, so I got the disc edition with an additional controller, and the whole thing was like about seven hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> So yeah, that was. <laughs> what that uh, was, what uh, games did you get with it? Um, I got the new Spider-Man Miles Morales. It was it was so, so much fun. fun. Oh my yeah, god, it was, I, I it was so really fun. good. Yeah, it was it was really really good. And then um, I had a PS4 beforehand, so I was able to just like download all the same games that I had before. Um, and then I noticed like the PS5 uh like exclusive titles like brand new games. They're not eighty dollars anymore. They're like ninety dollars now. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's P. Because it's PS Five. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I saw Rat. I saw uh, the new Ratchet Clank Drift Apart on listed on there for ninety dollars, and I'm just like, oh, I like just dropped seven fifty. I think I should wait a while. <laughs> At least Spider Man was on sale. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much like the extent of what I played. The main reason why I wanted to get it was for uh, this bonus. Uh, additional Final Fantasy VII remake content that was coming out for the PS5 only, so I did get that, but it wasn't a full game. It was like twenty-eight dollars or something. Just, um, like just uh, expansion type thing, or 
Yeah, kind of like an expansion. It, it's like a bonus, uh, like two chapters. Because like in the regular Final Fantasy VII remake, you have like your main party is Cloud, of course, and then like Tifa, Barrett, um, and Aerith, and Red Thirteen later. Um, but this one just focuses not on like those same characters. It's like uh, Yuffie and a, and an extra character who wasn't in the original. So yeah, you're like playing the same game. It, it's like a side story that kind of like happens during a certain part of the main story, but you're just playing as different characters. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, that's the main reason why I wanted the PS5. And I got to play that, but <laughs> I took a week off work to play it, but I was done in like a weekend. So I was kind of just like twiddling my thoughts for the rest <laughs> of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Uh, I, I've never played uh, any Final Fantasy games, so Cloud is the only name I recognize from that list of people. So I yeah, yeah, and that's just because he's the iconic, like known character. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. What like all I know from it, I've only seen from like the like original style is where you like have your your boss or whatever, and you have your characters, and you hit like a certain attack, and you just or is it like more of an RPG? Yeah, the original was like that, where it was kind of turn-based, uh, but you had, like, this um, additional layer to it called, like, the ATB system. I think I think Final Fantasy VII was the first one to introduce it, and instead of just, like, taking turn after turn, uh, you have, like, this, this gauge that fills up over time. So, like, you get your turn when your gauge fills up, and that gauge can, like, fill up faster, fill up slowly, depending on, like, how fast you are and this and that kind of thing, so. Different characters. Yeah, it's ultimately still turn-based. Exactly. That was the original, but in the new one, they they totally remade it um, so that it's more of, like, an action RPG style now. Okay. So there's not really, like, turns per se. Like, you can move around and attack all the time, and the only thing that you have to wait to do is, like, specials or, like, magic that still kind of uses that, like, ATB system, so, yeah. Build, when you, you build up, like, your mana and stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you hit or get hit you get like uh some more of your gauge filled up so you can use some magic and things like that there you go yeah. nice so they totally changed it and it's like it's it's such a good game like i, I it came out in 2020 and um I, I thought it would like win more awards that year um but it got beat out i think the last of us two like got game of the year but final fantasy 7 remake was also like nominated mm. um yeah, so it and it, I think it won quite a few other awards last year too. But yeah, it was a really good game. Nice. I uh, speaking of the Last of Us, um, is it Last of Us? Yeah, uh, they're filming the uh, Last of Us uh, movie in. Oh really? Uh, like I don't remember the name of the town, but it's in like uh, like Calgary area. And oh no way! Yeah, I I was going to. I don't know if I even still can, but I was going to uh, like audition i guess as like a background character because they were looking for people and I just, oh cool and i i saw the notification is on like feet on like facebook my sister sent it to me as well and everything and i was like oh that'd be sweet and everything but uh i just didn't end up filling it out i don't know why but i, I that would have been even though i never played any of the games i just think it would have been still just cool just in general yeah like i i, I haven't played any of the games either but i really should because like they've they've had such high praise from like so many people even so many years later even the original one mm -hmm. um yeah and like it's post-apocalyptic kind of zombie setting so you pretty much just have to like do normal alberta things to fit right in the background <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Oh yeah, that's what are you saying that we're a bunch of deadbeat zombies here in, in the Alberta? Especially now with all this heat. Yeah, maybe partially, yeah. But we all drive, you know, well not all of us, but there's a lot of trucks out here, a lot of yipping and yeehawing, so Well, Alberta is the, the Texas of Canada, so um, yep. So yeah, do you want to uh, continue with Ogmo games? Do you want? Did you ever play uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, when you were when you were younger, like the PS2? Yeah, the PS2 ones. Yeah, I did. I I think uh, I think I played the first three with like the rep, the first Ratchet and Clank, um, Going Commando, and Up Your Arsenal. Yeah. I played those first three. Ones. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I would not have been able to. I'm glad you said it because I would not. I played all of them as well. I would not have been able yeah, to yeah. remember the names though. I just remember their names were like kind of very like innuendo y. So, yeah, yeah I remember the names. <laughs> yeah. But those I, are the only three that I've played, I think. I, I played those There's ones so and fun. then I played uh, one of them for the. There was a game for the PSP. And I. Oh, okay. And then I also had uh, Just Clank. It was uh, a, like yeah. off series again for the PSP. And um, that was. Uh, it wasn't as fun because it wasn't as like you know uh like the attacks and stuff like that you had to it was more of a strategy based kind of puzzle game ish in what i remember because yeah. it's psp style compared to but um yeah which which was fun but like when i when watching this it just got me back into like the feels of that ratchet and clank because those were one of my favorite games up, up, up there in my favorite games as a kid and yeah like I remember the the hidden levels of trying to get the golden uh, nut and everything or bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like um, from watching the trailer, it, it totally like brings you back to those like early Ratchet and Clank days because when you're just like the third person shooting with like the big weapons mm-hmm. and like the car wheels and stuff, like it's 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 totally Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. yeah. Did Did you ever end up using the Rhino in those games? Of course. <laughs> just shoot and just kill everyone. You, it's always the best that you get unlock the rhino and then go back to one of the very first like levels and just the really easy guys and just destroy them with one shot. Yeah, they just get decimated. Do you remember what rhino stood for? Because it was like, oh, uh, was it? I think it was R Y N O. Yeah, it was. I think. Because um, I don't. It's yeah. so weird. Like I, I haven't played them since then, but I, I'm remembering like all these obscure things from the game the rhino stood for ripia a new one <laughs> right and i just remember there was like a like a shady like gun salesman selling you this thing and he was like it's gonna rip you a new one that's hilarious see i i remember then like getting i think one thing i always did was getting like the vacuum suction gun and i yeah. i uh, turned that into the golden version of it and just like <clears throat> sucked up all the giant enemies when you nice. get the gold version, yeah, like that. Yeah, I because I, I I do remember. Uh, then I think it was what was the third one called again, sir? The go no up your arsenal. Up your arsenal, yeah, or, or, yeah. Where they had the hoverboard like uh, race, like the mini game hoverboard uh, like tournament and everything, and I would always go back to that and just try to beat my own records. That or like the the grinding, like the on the different levels and having to flip over and everything. Like that's that's such a like, do you know if this game, it said PS5, but is it, if it's coming on PS4 as well, I would probably spend the money to get it. I don't know if it's going to be on PS4, because I think the whole thing with um, the new Ratchet and Clank game is, like, it was kind of a launch title with the PS5, so it used a lot of, like, 
um, kind of gimmicks to use all the new hardware features and stuff. Um, like it's called like in the trailer we saw that um, there's all these different dimensions that you kind of like go through, right? Yeah. Um, I remember like listening to a tech demo or something of this game, and they were talking about how like you're able to go through the different levels like so easily without like loading screens or, or like any lag because of the hardware improvements. Mm. So I don't know if the PS4 can like handle it because they're not like optimizing it. Um, I guess to work on older consoles is just like to use the new hardware kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I want to play this this game, but not enough to go and spend eight hundred dollars. I know. Like <laughs> you, you could just get like the digital only version, which I think is one fifty cheaper. So like mine was seven fifty because it was disc version plus an extra controller. Um, so if you just got like single controller and digital version, it's probably it would be considerably cheaper. <laughs> that that's still too pricey for me, considering my right now my uh, my PS four is. 99% just streaming like Netflix and Disney Plus and anime oh, yeah, and everything. Yeah. I, I, I barely game. I, I'll occasionally jump on and play like COD or something. Maybe maybe I'll play like a, a fighting game here or there, but there's there's enough like free versions of games and stuff. I'll, I'll wait another 10 yeah. years before the PS4 is obsolete before yeah, I go to a PS5. Yeah, hard to justify the cost. Like even for me, um, I didn't actually get a PS4 until like 2018. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> so I waited promoted. a long time to get the PS4. Did it come out in what 2016, 2015? Uh, I want to say 2014, but I'll I should probably like verify that. Hang on, I'm sorry while I just look because it's gonna bug me now. <laughs> um, PS4 release because there were a few different editions of the PS4 as well. Mm -hmm. Um, the original came out. Uh, oh, November 15, 2013. So oh it's been God. out for a long time, yeah. Wow, 2013. That's, uh, I graduated in 2011, so yeah, two hours, two years after I graduated. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I, I didn't buy, I think, yeah, I didn't buy a PS4 right away either because the same thing was just money-wise. And, and at that time, obviously, as I just said, just graduated high school, so I didn't really have as, that much money. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... <clears throat> Like, um, I remember when I eventually bought it, I bought the Battlefield uh, version, like Battlefield 4 or whatever, and I played, like, all oh, five, five minutes of it just just because that was the only one available at, I want to say, EV Games at the time. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I ended up getting the Star Wars Battlefront 2 edition from Walmart because that was, like, the only one available too. <laughs> Sorry, that, that's what I meant to say, Battlefront. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh, That's what I okay, okay. Wrong game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Battlefield Four would be a cool addition, but like, I don't. I think Battlefield Four might be uh, kind of an older one too. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the Star Wars Battlefronts. So I think those were kind of everywhere around the time that I bought it. <laughs> Probably because it got so much negativity when it when it first came out. So it was like, screw it, let's just get rid of them. Yeah, because of EA. What did they say again? Do you remember that whole fiasco? It, like they. It had to do with like bought with paying for more. Like it's the same shit that EA always has to do. Is it's just pay, it's pay to play. It's pay to play. Like you spend eighty dollars on a game, and then you have to spend another eighty to get the rest of it, and or twenty, I should say. But still. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's I think, crazy. Like, I think there was like a specific uh, thing that they were mad about with this game. Like I think to get. 
I don't know if it was Darth Vader or some other like Sith character. Like, if you didn't pay extra money, you had to play something like five thousand hours to get the character or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like, "Oh, this just um, uh, we just want players to be rewarded for their hard work." And then everyone was just kind of like memeing whatever quote that they said about that. Oh yeah, for, like um, months. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I remember seeing a, a meme on I don't remember where. I think it was shared on like TikTok or something. And it was uh, uh, a slot. It was toilet. It was like if EA made toilet paper. It was a toilet paper roll, and it had like a slot machine and uh, on it, and then it or it had like insert bill next to it because it was. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. To unlock it, yeah, because like, well, see, which is weird because, like, EA Sports is really good. Like, if you want, if you like, like hockey or or baseball or basketball <laughs> games or whatever is the like they're really good with that but if anything else it's just what the fuck yeah um i hear like the i don't know if it's still this way but i heard that the crunch culture if you're working at eb games like they work you to the bone <laughs> it's like very intense yeah, the uh, the crunch, yeah, crunch time and everything. Yeah, when I had when I was at school and made uh, one of the classes we get, had was just about like presentations. We did an assignment talking about like what's uh, a, a major like flaw in the area that you're trying to get into. And since my program was like uh, people trying to get into gaming, people trying to get into filmmaking, whatever, like web design, whatever, the quite a, the people that are trying to get into like the gaming, every single person picked crunch time as a as a flawed like to try to fix it because apparently it's a major thing yeah yeah and i think it's been that way for such a long time just to like hit those launch dates um but i think uh i don't know if i mentioned this like on a previous episode or like a long time ago or something but uh, i think the creator of mario like has a quote from a long time ago saying like a delayed game is eventually good but a rush game is always bad uh -huh. so that kind of plays into the philosophy of like just just delay the game like they'll get a good game even if it's like six months later to a year later and they'll wait for it because right. like the, the sequel to um like legend of zelda breath of the wild got announced i think like last year or the year before but they still haven't released much info on it just because like they're still working on it mm -hmm. and the original that came out with the switch was like such a masterpiece they don't want to follow it up with something that's just like crap so they're taking their time with it and um, in general, I think fans are being pretty understanding about it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, I'd rather have a, a game that's actually made and and done and dealt with compared to something that's here. Spend eighty dollars and you get the first five minutes and it's glitchy to shit. Like what happened with um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Oh, yeah, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Like that was uh, a PS five launch game, and it just. I, I again i've never obviously never played it but um but yeah it was another one i again i've seen i think TikTok, even tiktok videos of people like doing that glitching and just making fun of how bad it was <laughs> yeah the whole like t-pose to assert your dominance i'm pretty sure is from this buggy release of that game <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what if is you're that familiar with... oh you're not okay no like um the there's been like random memes where people just like do a T pose, so they just like stand stand straight with their feet together and like their arms to the side, like in the letter T. Yeah. And because um, a lot of the characters in the game like randomly just T posed, like they would just like glitch out and then just like stand like that all of a sudden. Oh my god. Um, 
yeah so so people were like memeing it in like so many different situations and then i thought that was so funny to see because uh like i i kind of get why why it would happen but it's just funny to see like that it actually happened <laughs> yeah because like when you're when you're um like rigging up the 3d models they like start in the t-pose position mm -hmm. like, so that you can connect everything right yeah yeah connect so your, like, your joints and everything yeah, yeah yeah so like someone just like messed something up that kept reverting them to like that unrigged position <laughs> yeah it was yeah. kind of funny okay yeah no i've never heard of those but yeah i could definitely see it Ugh. um so basically so uh, one thing i was going to say to kind of bring that so you should uh, know now that you've completed a bit of schooling and stuff and try to get into that <clears> this is something that you need to learn for to, to know in advance to not do yeah, exactly. There's tons of examples on what not to do out there that I'm, I'm finding um, and learning more and more about. Even like as I'm just playing other games, like right now I'm playing one called Octopath Traveler oh on the God. Nintendo Switch. Have you heard about that? Uh, Jaden, the old co-host of this of this show, talked about that he loves that game. Yeah, like it's it looks like a really cool game, and then like I'm really enjoying it so far. My other friend told me like it's one of his favorite games, but like. As I'm playing it, there's a, a few things like with the story, kind of with the graphics and with the gameplay that I'm noticing like could be improved. So I'm kind of like taking a lot of notes as I'm playing games after going through this course as to like how I would fix these things mm -hmm. and implement it in my game. Because I'm thinking like the game that I want to work on is going to have like a similar look to that Octopath Traveler game because it seems it seems obtainable for like a small team or if not one person rather than like a full 3d world open world kind of game okay yeah yeah uh, so, are, you, are you planning on being like independent or do you want to work for uh what's the company that's like based company? out of yeah like based out of montreal what's the one that does assassin's creed um oh uh ubisoft yeah because yeah don't aren't they are they canadian based or like are they um, uh, I, I know Montreal has a few different studios. Vancouver also has like a few different like branches of larger studios like Nintendo and EA and whatnot. But also in Edmonton, there's like Bioware right here. Right, yeah. It yeah. does like Mass Effect. Um, yeah. But I, I think for me, I want to release like I want to indie publish at least one first to like see to get like my hands into every every facet of like front to end process, and then like if that seems like something that I could do continuously. I would probably just keep working indie. Mm -hmm. But if there's like certain aspects that I find more challenging or certain aspects that I like more than all the rest, then maybe I'll look for a position like in that specific area kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it depends how it goes, but it's like, I'm also working full time as a developer. So it's hard to um, use my developer mind outside of my day job hours where I've been using it for like eight hours already. <laughs> Yeah, so well, it's it's kind of like a slow process. Yeah. Well, when you uh, eventually get down to the point of uh, selling something, we can we'll advertise something on this channel for you. Oh, that'd be sweet. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Spread it out sure. a little bit on the little bit of followers that we have. I know the few people that have been um, listening because I just I've been jumping on to uh, another podcast called the Lon uh, the Loneliest City. Um, oh yeah. And I, uh, I, you had someone from from that show on on yours like last month or something too right yeah yeah exactly um he's um jesse kim he's the creator of that podcast and um, oh, cool. 
So uh, I could, we would uh, collab a little bit, and I'm sure the few people that are into that stuff would definitely be interested in, in talking about it a little bit with Fordia or with you. Yeah, Actually, that's something awesome. you probably could do because, like, we had one episode on his podcast that was really focused on like on me and my uh, like movie knowledge and behind the scenes and interest and stuff like that. So I'm sure they'd be interested in talking to someone like you about like game development and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And like, I have, I'm really interested in making like um, like a, a story that people can really get into because that's like one of my favorite things about RPG games is getting into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you being with, uh, having just like watched so many movies and being interested in so many different series and stuff, you'd probably like be a good person to run my story ideas by at least. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, once once you have like a script uh, written out, I know a game script is written differently than a film or TV script, but I could, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good at picking up flaws of what makes sense, at, at least yeah. in that realm. So we could definitely help That's each other out as much as possible. Yeah, that's kind of been like a point of difficulty for me in writing the script too, is because like, uh, like how am I supposed to factor in like player decisions into this like into the screenplay essentially? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what I decided to do is just like, because um, the the whole thing with mine is you can choose like one of five starting locations and then choose where like where you go after. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like like choosing it for me just for the sake of finishing the story. Yeah like something that I can share with people and get their opinion on before I actually like worry about like writing the different consequences of the choices. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Write write the story of at least one of the main of the characters and how you would play it through or what yeah. you think first and how it's the how the story quote unquote should go. And then yeah. then maybe yeah. say you have three different endings per character, for example. Like I don't that would probably still be difficult, but that'd be a way to do it without it being too convoluted yeah yeah so so i guess i guess we'll see how it goes but yeah once i have something i i would be super into getting your feedback on it awesome i'm i'm here to help as much as i can can't help that's that's can't really help in any other way but that's the way i can help (laughs) yeah no that's that's a huge part though because like like i said the story i think is like a really important part of games too it's just games are another medium to tell a story Mm mm-hmm I uh, I was talking about this with you uh, last time, but I finally got my the you know how I said I want to turn the um, my Hero Academia into like a live action, so I finally yeah. ha- finally rewatched the scene and wrote it down into a, an actual script, like dialogue oh, and everything. So I got got that finally done, and I sent it to actually to a couple people that went to the quote unquote went to school with, but they were the year Nate uh, before me. Um, yeah. They were interested in trying to help me out, and I have another friend that I went to school with, graduated with. Um, so he's going to try to come reach out a few people I know, and hopefully uh, by mid to like end next month, I'll be able to potentially start 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 filming something. So nice. definitely excited on that. I'm it's still a little worrisome because it's literally an anime, super intense like yeah choreo- choreography. I'm probably going to have to change it into more of a choreographed fight instead of a like heavy effects scene because i yeah don't really have anything to do with that but yeah that's true because like it's it's really been interesting for experience of like because i i had the scene open on my on one tab and my script open on the other and i just like okay especially since what i'm doing is literally just remaking this whole scene 
someone just writing right. okay, what did she say what did she, and how did she say it with intent in, the intent or whatever and then changing some dialogue I'm not exactly copy and pasting but hopefully I don't get a, like a copyright from Funimation or anything like that yeah I guess it, I don't know like you're doing a like a remake with and you're I guess you're adding your own changes so I, I don't know how that would work I think as long as you're not using like the same, like uh, exact same script, exact same music and stuff. I don't know, I, but I'm I have no idea. That yeah. seems like a complex thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, I I do have someone that is into like sound design and everything, so hopefully he'll be able to help me out with, uh, um, uh, with like picking good music that will f- work with it and everything like that. And yeah. what I what I might do, I'm trying to. I'm trying to fight over because there's it's a whole thing. You you've seen the the my you you watch my hero academia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know the scene I'm talking about. So it's in, it's in a full like, stadium. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to do anything like that. But I need to recruit. I I'm thinking of either recruiting a I don't know like 20 people just to be like the audience, quote unquote, and yeah. and or getting like. Um, one, a subscription to one of the like stock video uh, sites or whatever, and just try to find a crowd cheering uh, clip or something. Yeah, you might be able to just like uh, I don't know. It might be like an advanced video editing thing. I'm not even how to do it myself, but just like cutting stadium stadium shots out of like actual like sports matches and just like pasting that in your background. <laughs> that uh, I could figure out how to do that it would be a little more difficult but or i could yeah i, I could get um f- fiverr i think it's called where you could yeah, pay, yeah. pay someone to do that that type of stuff for you yeah that'd be cool yeah. <laughs> I don't know. you just have like people cheering on like their favorite soccer team while you're doing like a fight I, sequence yeah i don't know i think i don't know i think it'll be fine the people i think for youtube wise i think people will get it and i think it's gonna be fine yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so going into so to continue on to what we were talking about before, like what are uh, you said you played like uh, Final Fantasy, but what are some other kind of like nostalgic type of games that you because we talked about Pokemon Snap last time. Is there any, yeah, 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 that's right. What uh, well, what type of games do you like remember playing like as a kid? I I think I did play quite a few of those like kind of the pixelated pixel arts. Uh, style of games like older Final Fantasies and those kind of things, um, which is kind of interesting to see that same art style in like a refreshed context in Octopath Traveler. If I could like just mention that again, because um, you kind of have like, do you remember like it's kind of a weird connection, but do you remember like Paper Mario on like the N64? Yeah, how there was uh, like GameCube. you have like the two D. Was it, oh yeah, yeah there's also GameCube. Mm-hmm. I think the original like was on the N64 because I never had a GameCube. Oh, okay. Thousand Year Door, I think the sequel was also was on GameCube. Um, but yeah, like the same thing. Like you have like your character is paper, but the environment is kind of 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have like that mesh of 2D and 3D also in Octopath Traveler, but instead of like the paper kind of visual aesthetic, instead you have like the retro pixel art characters and then like in more of a 3d background oh so it's cool. kind of a cool like yeah it's, it's kind of like a, a cool visual style which i think why a lot of people which i think why can't i talk which i think is why so many people <laughs> like it 
because uh, it kind of harkens back to like those old school RPG days and mm -hmm. like captures that same kind of feel. But then it feels not like a cheap port. It's a, like totally refreshed version. Um, so that, that's kind of why I'm liking it too, because I used to play a lot of those, um, namely like Final Fantasy and like older Zelda games, like oh. even like Super Nintendo Zelda era. Oh my God, the one that was like a top down and it was literally just squares and just walking exactly either, in either direction, up, down, left, right, and swaying the. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like it, it's like that kind of art style is very retro and it's it's kind of making a comeback lately um with more than just this game oddly enough i feel like because this game octopath traveler came out in 2018 and it was i think the first of like that style of like the retro character pixel art um in like more of a 3d environment unless i'm just like unless i just haven't seen any others but now i feel like there's lots of bigger name titles are getting like that same kind of refresh done mm -hmm. like there's a I think there's a new Dragon Quest game, like a, a remake of Dragon Quest Three, which is like from the 80s or 90s, coming back in that same style. Um, also, um, I think I think you mentioned that you played or heard of the Suikoden games, like back on the PS2 a long time ago. The what game? Suikoden. It's like S U I K O D E N. Suikoden. Maybe you pronounced. No, that, I don't think that was me. Okay, I've I've heard somebody talking about it at some point. <laughs> during probably <laughs> during like, your Twitch stream. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but it, yeah, there was like a um, like uh, from the same maker of that game, he's kind of like doing his own project now in like that same pixel style and like three D environment. So I think that's kind of like a emerging trend that we might see more often, like in the future with like retro graphics in like a refresh setting that still feels new mm -hmm. um but still feels nostalgic so it's yeah it's kind of cool it's gonna be interesting to see like what other titles come out in that style that um well it also kind of started with like minecraft because it's that pixel but 3d yeah, idea right that's, that, that's the whole yeah. the whole idea of it but even though it's a game i've never played i've seen people play it but See that—that's yeah, how I know. Such a huge game. How I'm not a gamer, like. <laughs> that's no, why actually, I'm not. I haven't played Minecraft either, but like I, I can acknowledge and appreciate like how big of a game it is. It's mm. just like not really my style, but yeah, it's a huge game. Like even Minecraft characters even made it into like Super Smash Bros. So it's they have like like worldwide recognition for sure. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's well, considering there's people that buy like you can get like the Minecraft like swords and the pickaxe as like just props <laughs> to like hang on your wall and, and stuff like that. Like I see those in like I feel like I've seen those in grocery stores. Like that's how crazy huge it is. Oh, of course. <laughs> you, you can like yeah, pick up some milk and eggs and a Minecraft sword. <laughs> yeah, it, but and that goes back to like what we were saying earlier about like uh, ind independent game creators because that's another game that was it's an in indie game and it's just big, it's the biggest indie game in the world like yeah 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 exactly even um I, I don't know have you heard of Stardew Valley I've again heard of the name but I don't know anything about it <laughs> it's another like like super famous like indie title made by like one guy and it's it's similar to like those Super Nintendo graphics of like Zelda, like the top-down kind of thing, except it's it's about like farming and like a life simulator. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like the one dude made it like 
over a, I think two or three years I want to say maybe longer mm -hmm. but I, I think that the sales of that one game are like over 30 million now so it's like such a huge game yeah so if you can make it like successful enough and as we uh, what was it discussed on your uh, Twitch screen about what was it like a couple months ago now or whatever you just need to make yeah. sure to add those anime boobs <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I did think about that for like one of my characters' designs. So, gotta have like that slight element of fan service somewhere. Yeah, just somewhere in the series. Well, the yeah. the only uh, I think the only indie game that's known that I think I've ever played was uh, Super Meat Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, I, that's I, another yeah. I played that because it was, or at least a variant of it, because I played. Uh, I think like the Flash version or something like that, or or a free trial or something. Yeah, I played it uh, like once. Nice. Yeah, platformer. It's like, um, I feel like for a time, like you didn't hear of too many like playable good indie games, or like if they were, they were like kind of just spinoffs of other games, but just way worse. But now there's like so many of, across all genres that you can really get into that like really have a big fan base too. Like. Like Super Meat Boy, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and especially like uh, crap now Undertale. If you've heard of that one, that one was like super popular. And uh, Toby Fox was the guy who made it, and he like wrote the music too. Mm -hmm. um, and like his music and one of his characters made it as like a me costume in Super Smash Bros. Too. So like, indie developers are what, getting lots of recognition. Wasn't uh, Shovel Knight? Was that uh, an uh, indie game as well? Uh, or because or it was just a Steam like on Steam or it was made by a studio, but they're like a they're a pretty small studio if I'm not mistaken. So I guess it depends. Like if by indie do you mean one person, then no. But if you mean like a studio of like less than I want to say less than fifty people, mm -hmm. then yeah, I'm I'm not sure how big their studio is, but I know that it was for sure a studio. Yeah, because yeah. that's another character that you can get on on Smash Bros. Like as a uh, mockable of. Yeah, yeah, as an assist trophy. Mm. Um, yeah, Shovel Knight, that's right. Yeah, I, again, a, a game I, I never played, but I just... I, I know some of these things just from, like, videos like this, pod, like, podcasts or, like, or video game history, because there's... Uh, a while ago, there was a docu-series on Netflix. Um, there was the Toys That Made Us first. It was about, like, Barbie, Power Ranger, G.I. Joe, like, um, yeah. stuff like that. And then they went into... Uh, another one called um, like video games that made us, and it went to, like the history of, of like video games all the way back to like the old school like Pong, and even further like first computers to like Doom yeah. to to like Halo to and then how like Mortal Kombat and arcades and like went into the history of like getting games getting to the M rating because of like uh, Mortal Kombat. That that game I yeah. I. I would like to, I would kind of like to get back into playing Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Like I I played the quote unquote original, but like the the, the arcade versions of the of Mortal Kombat. They're yeah, those are definitely fun. Um, but if I would like to play, but I don't have anyone to play like against. And playing like those games online gets kind of boring because you just get your ass kicked by people that are pros. <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part. Like the yeah like the difficulty ramps up so high from just like campaign mode versus competitive scene because like once you hit the competitive scene like even online i think if people aren't going in tournaments sometimes they just like get super super into it 
and they learn like all the, the 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 meta of the game so like oh i can get this punch out in like this many frames so it's gonna beat this punch kind of thing mm -hmm. it's like crazy how in-depth people get into um fighting games in particular like the fighting games community is um i guess that's another thing i, I didn't really mention but i've always kind of been thinking about too like when when you're playing fighting games and like you pull off like a like a combo or something it feels like so satisfying when it actually goes through yeah yeah or like the special move and that's kind of like uh something i'm trying to incorporate into my game even though it's like a it's going to be a turn-based rpg but i want to make like the commands that you input feel like you're putting in like a fighting combo somehow mm -hmm. i'm just like i haven't fully fleshed it out but like it's just a concept that i kind of want to try because i haven't seen it yeah. just to, just to include that that like feel of like yeah oh my god i can't especially old school like ps2 mortal kombat were like 15 button combinations sometimes to get like a one hit win yeah 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 or like to to do like a special move or something mm -hmm. yeah or, or like or fatalities yeah. yeah perfect timing yeah those are always like so satisfying in fighting games like Sure, you can button mash, but then like when you learn certain things, it just like it feels so so much cooler to pull off. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so like one one game that I do play sometimes, other than Call of Duty, is uh, there's uh, Naruto, the Naruto Ninja Storm. It's called. It's uh, I, yeah. I I bought all three games for like twenty five bucks or something like that, and it's yeah. it's a adventure slash like story slash fighting game, and. Yeah. Uh, so you, you start off, I'm still playing the original, like, Naruto, and you go through, like, yeah. the village and collect <laughs> items and stuff like that, and then you do the different missions. But the, if they're, and they're fighting, you have to win in certain ways. So, like, you will have to win by doing uh, ninjutsu or whatever, like, a certain combo or whatever. But the, oh, okay. the, the fight style, unlike Tekken or Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, where it's, like, up, down, square, triangle, up, down, left, or whatever... It's yeah. th this game is mostly just hitting square, 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 triangle. It's it's yeah. basically <laughs> just one button. It's it's very yeah. little button combination. So it's it's really annoying because you have to because there is no like combos like that. So I'm trying to play it, and I like other than the fact that you have to like win by those certain little things, you have to just keep on retrying to do that fucking thing, and it just makes it impossible. <laughs> but it's just that the play style gets annoying because it's not much. Of, of a way but like and the getting like the special move because you know how in naruto they each have like their main like shadow clone for for naruto and the shidori for yeah. for or or whatever sasuke and yeah. stuff like that uh so they each have like you have your combo and it's like a almost like a cut where it's like and then you still have to hit the certain button so it gets more power the more of the combos you do the more power you get so it's still fun in that way but it's just it's just it's just annoying to try to get the it's hard to do combos with Especially since I, I play for a while and then I stop and I come back and I forget how to play, so I get my ass kicked. Yeah, that's another hard thing. Like when you haven't finished the game in like one series and you like you take a break and come back, you're like, oh crap! Like, how do I play this thing? And you're already like so far into it, so you you don't really get a good like reintroduction into it. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing to handle. Mm -hmm. The the couple times that I have done it, because I I'm I'm really bad for this. Where I'll like I'll start a game, I'll get decently far, or whatever, and then I'll just not play it at all, and then I'll yeah. screw it. Let's play this game again. And then so uh, so what I did with this though, I was like, okay, fine, I'll go back and do one of the very first original missions just so I can re remember how to how to play. Oh yeah yeah yeah, that's a good idea. 
because this was made like um, it's basically a PS4 version of a PS2 game because they were made in like 2000. The first one was made in 2002, I think. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so, there's those ones are like always on sale. I see them on like the PS store, like mm-hmm. in that triple in that three pack bundle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was all three, and it was just because I had the hype of watching Naruto and everything. So I was like, ah, screw yeah, it, might yeah. as well. And then, you think uh, it was worth it? Uh, yeah. I will also I'll definitely continue still playing it. It's a good thing just to kind of continue. I I definitely get mad at it, but just like at any game, people <laughs> you always get mad at it. Yeah. True. Apparently, there's a there's like a genre of games dedicated to just like making you mad. I forget what it's called. Like, uh, now it's gonna bug me too. But there's a specific game genre that's just about like like just getting the players frustrated at the game. Like uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, like those kind of games. Yeah. Like Rage something. I forget. But yeah. Made just kind of playing this off. Or or yeah. what about I see uh, you've been playing um, the horror like horror games. Have been, how, how have those type of things been? Oh, sorry, I just dropped my water bottle. Oh. <laughs> how, how have those things been um, treating you? I, I did play a couple horror games like on my stream way back when because I was doing just like um, free free to play games that were coming out on Steam, and there was like a few free to play horror games. Um, they, they seem to all kind of be similar in terms of as, as like as far as like the free ones go like it's just first person viewpoints uh where you just kind of like it's a survival or so you can't really like fight the enemy you just like run and hide from them um but yeah some are really well done some are just kind of like even though they're not putting a lot of effort into like the graphics and the story and things like that but just how they position things and how they like set up the ai and the angles and the music and like the lighting and stuff like Mm -hmm. they can make it work for like a pretty cheap looking game can still scare you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so those have been fun. Um I, I haven't played any like recently though, but yeah. Oh, there's... so those the on your TikTok have been from like old uploads? Yeah, well, like they're all still this year, but I, I haven't played any like in the past couple months kind of thing. Oh okay. yeah. So somewhat recent but not super recent. More more of a Halloween style or October. Yeah, well I think when I first started getting into streaming, I thought like um, I should just do like a like a scary game, like a horror game stream, since like those seem to be like the popular things to do. Mm-hmm. But like they were fun. But man, the first time that I tried it, um, like playing a horror game, like I felt sick to my stomach like the next day just from like getting jump scared so much. It's like I did not realize like how much of a toll this can take on your body <laughs> just like getting scared on stream for like a couple hours. That's... Holy crap! Yeah, but um, so I stopped after like two weeks of that. <laughs> but yeah, it was it's fun to look back on at least. I might try it again just because like I've seen so many different like uh, I guess let's plays and game trailers and stuff now that it might not be as bad if I were to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a but, good way of getting some reactions because you'll either get people like being scared with you or you'll get like, the laugh of like how because this scaring this guy or. Or the, like, trolls being like, what, it's not that scary. How are you actually screaming? Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I felt bad for, like, because uh, before I tried any of them, I, like, got my wife to try, like, uh, a few different, like, horror game streams. And, like, her reactions were, like, so much bigger than mine and, like, so much more fun to watch. So I just, like, kept asking her to do them. And then she just, like, wanted to take a break. 
And then that's when I started doing those those ones that you've seen on my TikTok. And I'm like, wow, the ones that I've done were not even as scary as the game she's been playing. And like, I felt so sick to my stomach. So I can't imagine how she felt. <laughs> See, I, and I think that type of thing, like, I, I don't ever, at least in recent years, I don't get majorly scared at like horror movies because mm. I, well, I don't watch them very much that often anyway, but they're because of how my mind I'm more concerned like okay like how are they filming this like what's going on to get more into like the depth yeah. of like how things are going especially when it's like something that's uh, a demon I want to see like how something is made or whatever my, my, my brain can't concentrate on the actual like scariness of it but if I yeah. if I was to play one of like um, Fear I, I know that was a really well or a game that uh, people really liked for a horror video that's the first time I ever heard of a horror video game so yeah, I think I would play that because you're you're actually in depth interacting with it as and I know um, that game came out it must have came out when I was in high school because I remember my high school friends playing it and we we played it and I and I like watched them play with it and we were all still kind of and we had the lights off we were playing and and it was literally oh. just had the and like the flashlight and just the jump right there it was like oh shit that's the that that's yeah. where it kind of gets you. Yeah, if, if if you want to try one, I'd recommend Outlast because uh, you can play it on like on your PC. I'm I think it's also on consoles if I'm not mistaken. Like the, there's two of them. The first one came out like quite a while ago, but it's still rated as like one of the scariest games to play, just because like I don't know. It's that's that's the one I got my wife to play. Uh, I bought it for like twenty bucks on Steam, mm -hmm. and uh, even though it's such an old game, it's still so scary just because like. You can't. All you can do is run and hide. Like things come out of you. They're chasing you like all the time. Yeah, it's super scary. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend doing that one. Getting <laughs> looking into that one, yeah. especially like if you want to be scared, because there's not a lot that you can really like. I guess analyze for like the the angles and stuff. I guess I'm sure there there is if like you really want to find it, but just good old fashioned jump scares. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's what I mean with uh, that's why it would be, um, it's it's better as a game compared to as movies, for me. At least. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of like like you in that sense as well. I used to be like really scared of horror movies, but not so much lately, mm -hmm. unless I'm just not really watching any super scary ones. But I'm just thinking more of like the storytelling techniques that are happening now, just to because I'm trying to focus on like. Uh, inspiration for the story of my game too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, like this scene is pretty much telling us that like we're gonna see this guy later in like a different, in a different light or something. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's his daughter all along, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the last week, my uh, roommate and I we we watched uh, Final Destination Five, because it's okay. the, that's the one that's uh, on Netflix, and um, I ha I hadn't seen it. And, it's, I think it's actually classified as a horror, but I don't see what's horror about it, really. But I was I, I was only, like, a little high. I had, like, a, just a small hit, so it wasn't even that bad. But it, he, my buddy looked over at me because I was bursting out laughing. It was so <laughs> funny because, like, this, like, how the one in a hundred billion probability that this actually happens is it was like, yeah, okay, yeah. like, how the fuck is that actually going to happen? And then, like, it was so funny just because of the... Like the the weird sound effects that happened with it, it was it was so, uh, like it was so bad. Like that would never happen. It was just, yeah. So that that's that's another way of looking at like horrors. It's the same idea as like going back and watching like Chucky, for example. Like 
it would be more it, it was scary to me as a kid but i i uh i would look at it as like a case study or as an adult it wouldn't be like scary yeah yeah just like um like the movie it as well like after seeing the like the, the remake ones the original one just kind of looks like cheap like the design design of the clown in the original one just looks like like oh my god please please get this clown out of like our kids birthday party he's ruining it yeah <laughs> i actually have yeah, never seen I... uh it either one. Oh really not even the newer ones or no. the older ones no i haven't seen okay. it I, I i probably should apparently they're really good at least the remakes yeah. yeah the remakes are pretty fun to watch like there's some scary parts but also like they i feel like they did it really well like they they make you laugh and they make you like jump scared um and then like there's also kind of like you also feel i guess satisfied and like they're not defenseless like 100 percent defenseless against like the monster kind of thing mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool to just like see them fight back as well yeah yeah that's so uh, i recommend those things. yeah that, that's where like the um the if we don't believe in it it can't hurt us like trope comes from I think is that where it comes from? I think so. I don't know. That's isn't that what the the premise of of that? Not don't believe it, but like if you uh, again because I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But <laughs> isn't it something like um, uh, if you don't believe in it, or if you like don't let the fear like let whatever your biggest fear actually scare you or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like it's been a while, but I I'm pretty sure it was like uh, the monster feeds on like your fear. So if you don't like show if you face your fears it actually gets weaker instead of just like running from them and then it gets stronger mm -hmm. yeah that's just like in harry potter 3 i think yeah because i just rewatched the harry potter series uh just like a week ago finished the the final one just the other day and it's yeah there was the ho 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 hogart or something like that it was called it was a creature that yeah Show, appears in your, your fear. yeah how yeah. in your fear and you have to have like make it look like the same but like but like funny or whatever yeah facing your fear yeah yeah the ridiculous spell ridiculous yeah exactly and one was yeah, snake dressed in his grandma's clothing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool yeah I, that was that i don't even like uh I, I just remember those scenes i think like um i don't know why the third one was probably like I didn't finish the whole Harry Potter series, but maybe only to like the fifth, the fourth or fifth book or the fifth or sixth movie. Mm -hmm. But the third one like stood out the most for me just because of like, I feel like it had more of those cool ideas that are like more memorable to me, like the ridiculous spell mm -hmm. and like facing your fear kind of thing. Well, well the, the third one was like um, a good mix of like still having the fantasy of getting into the school and getting to the wizarding world and like the magic and stuff like that and starting yeah. to introduce the actual evil like the dark side of it with yeah like and then four really starts to push the the um voldemort story and then five and six is where like that's where it really gets into like the the hardcore like darkness dark part of this the story but right. yeah, the third one was the furthest I ever read as a kid. I never, uh, and I think I maybe got maybe halfway through the fourth book, but uh, I never read. I yeah, I didn't read any of the rest of them. Yeah, you watched all the movies though. Yeah, I just recently rewatched them um, last week. Nice. 
Do you also, um, I watch like the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, there's two of those out right now, right? Yeah. But then I, I guess they're not, they're not, they're not having Johnny Depp come back for the next one. <laughs> From what I hear. Johnny Depp. I know. Or, no, you're thinking in Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp's not in, that's. No, no, he is, is yeah, he? he's the, he's the dude with like the white hair. Like the and he has got like a chubbier face and he was like disguised as other people in Fantastic Beasts. Oh right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. right, uh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, he's like the main villain. Yeah, I saw the I saw the first one right with uh, Newt and then I think the reason why I didn't end up seeing the second uh, Fantastic Beast was because it had it showed a young version of Dumbledore, but he looked way yeah. too he looked way too handsome in the trailer, so I was like. What? This looks dumb. You <laughs> yeah. Because especially since the original actor who played Dumbledore, obviously before he died, was like yeah. more of a like Merlin looking guy compared to the new version of Dumbledore that looked more like Gandalf, like more badass. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that, I, I, think maybe I is... should go watch them since I just did the remake of rewatch of Harry Potter. Maybe I'll go and watch the prequels as well. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they're they're really good movies too. Even like without knowing too much about the Harry Potter world, but mm-hmm. I think just coming off a marathon, you probably notice a lot, a lot more Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. speaking about prequels, <laughs> see, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you, you? Did you? You didn't really watch um, Supernatural, or did you ever watch that show? I think my wife watched it. Like, can you give me like the brief synopsis though? Because there's been a few like supernatural shows that I'm thinking of. Well, it's literally called Supernatural. Uh, Jared yeah. and Jen. So it's uh, the Winchester brothers. They are in their like or mid twenties, early thirties, and they go fight. The first few seasons, they're literally just fighting like vampires and werewolves and ghosts and that type of stuff. And then uh, by like the fifth season they start introducing like angels like and angels and demons and then the as they keep on getting further they're they go into uh literally like literally like uh like gods and like god himself and they have they came up with because you know how in the bible it goes uh before time the god like what if, what is the saying it's like god said let there be light or whatever and there was darkness so they personified that darkness as a as a god's sister in season like 13 or something like that so it's it's a, and they they wow. die and come back to life and there's grim reapers and yeah it's them all like trying to fight the all these uh mythical characters oh that sounds awesome no i've never watched it but i think i want to now <laughs> the the first couple seasons like especially the first yeah i want to say maybe the first three are actually are a little cheesy so if you don't like that type of stuff it's really hard to get into but you have to kind of like work work through because it was a lot lower budget was because they were only predicted to have like three or four seasons maybe when it first started and but then it ended with 15 so it's one of the longest running sci-fi shows of like of all time like wow i was like i think it's because i know doctor who's like one of the longest shows ever created and it's in the uh that genre but yeah and then uh, because and then because Star Trek has like Star Trek and Star Trek Next Generation since they're not technically the same series, it's they're set they're not as uh, technically as long, 
because but but Supernatural is literally the same with the same cast, the same continue like all the way like yeah, uh, however many years it is, yeah, because it's two thousand five to twenty. 20? 20? Yeah, or 20, either end 20, yeah. It was either 2019 or 2020 that it ended. 2020 is such a blur, I don't even remember that whole all of last year. I know, right? Like, I, I feel like we're still in that year, and like, summer is just starting now. <laughs> oh my god, well, with this bloody heat, of course it fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least, to go into a little bit of off topic, but at least here in Alberta, I don't know where anywhere else in, uh, I guess, whoever people are listening to, but uh, the mask mandate is finally getting lifted in, in a couple days, so that's... Yeah. I, or is that Alberta? Is that Canada? I don't remember. Alberta, just Alberta, as far as I know. Yeah. Actually, um, I think Ontario still has it, like, pretty heavy with their restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know about other parts of the country. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't really pay attention. Um, but... Well, all, all I was gonna say is that uh, so yeah, that that show. If you knew more about it, I would have gotten to gone into more in depth about it. But uh, yeah, they're doing uh, a prequel. But the reason why I kind of wanted to talk about it is because it's kind of weird. Because so the two main characters are lead actors are Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Uh, Jared Padalecki went on after the show, and he went on to uh, stayed with the CW and went to do uh, Walker. It's called. It's a recreation of uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, basically. And oh, then, cool. and uh, J- uh, Jensen Ackles is playing Soldier Boy in The Boys, so he's he's kind of like nice. their version of Captain America, basically. Um, right. So they're obviously committed to doing like their new shows and everything. So it's kind of surprising that a prequel is happening already, because uh, hmm. Jensen is uh, narrating the prequel. Cause it's called uh, The Winchesters, basically. And it goes into like the prequel of how their parents met, basically. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So he's just there as a vocal role, and, and yeah. doesn't have to like actually act. No in the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's kind of according to what I read, he's he's narrating it. I don't know whether that's just going to be the first episode or prologue for each episode or or what. But apparently, he's coming back because it's him and his wife are uh, executive producing it as well. Wow. So. Busy people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds well, cool, though. That's a cool concept for, like, a, a cool show that I had no idea about before this. <laughs> it, it, I don't know where you... I, where could you watch the re, remake, the reruns of it? Um, it was on CW, what? so... Oh, CW. I think there's a CW app. I don't know what you have to pay for or whatever, but if you ever want to... I think, or you can... It's probably not that expensive to... to I don't think you want to spend the money since you just spent like $800, but it's probably not going to be that expensive to buy it, but it wouldn't be, um, yeah, to, to a show that you've never... Watch Watch a few of the iconic scenes on like YouTube or something like that and you'll to, before you try investing any money into it. Yeah. But yeah, you do have to kind of like that. It has, it, like, I've noticed, at least on my TikTok, I have a lot of, of supernatural stuff because I'll, I'll watch videos of people uh, posting clips from... Uh, like the cons that they're at and everything, and and Jared and Jensen are actually decent friends in real life, and and I think that is where, if I remember correctly, that's where Jared Padalecki met his wife. I think either that or they were already married, and then they because he, he kills her in in the show, I think a couple times, and so wow. they, apparently they, <laughs> he apparently talks about on how she brings it up still in real life. You killed me. <laughs> yeah. 
that's a good way to settle um, arguments, you know, just 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 write their death in the screenplay you're, you're part of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you how do you know that uh, you're not working anymore? Your character's dead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, well, except for in this show, because they each came back, they died and came back to life multiple times. So spoilers yeah. for you if since you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Like even. Um, are, are you familiar with Brandon Sanders, like the author of um, like Mistborn and like a, a few, quite a few other like fantasy genre novels? No. Um, he's 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 like a like somewhat well known like fantasy writer, and he's been like posting a lot of his like free fantasy writing lectures uh, from the university. He gives lectures at like on his YouTube channel. Oh. So I kind of like came across those for just like some cool fantasy writing tips for like my own game and he's even like he, he's even critique like those kind of plot twists like you just mentioned of like characters coming back to life mm -hmm. um even in like non-fantasy shows like it's it's just as easy to like um i guess just like make it up as you go mm -hmm. like even in the romance you can be like oh he got over himself and now everyone was happily after Happily, yeah, happily ever after yeah yeah like what you'll see in in some movie like uh, sometimes you'll see a movie sequel where like the first one the they get together they get married or whatever and then the second one they're just not together because of because this the one of them like whoever the main character the secondary character is they like they don't sign on for the second movie so they're like oh yeah, yeah, they just yeah. like broke up yeah and that just that just made me think of like someone dying and coming back to life like have you seen jane the virgin on, on netflix uh, my ex used to watch it i never uh, i watched so i watched a couple uh episodes with her when i was with her but yeah it's it's obviously not like a like an action like fantasy show right but people die and come back to life in this like drama series too mm -hmm. but somehow they just like make it work with the writing that's kind of funny that's funny that's so yeah that's so weird how there's like yeah how tropes can cross over into different styles of shows yeah and it's like you don't need magic to make like quote unquote magic happen in the show mm -hmm. just whatever writing however you want to write it well yeah it's kind of cool whatever whatever works works well um yeah oh, that was, so yeah i should check out that that youtube channel because when i uh was first going to mage and probably a couple of years prior i had like a fantasy idea that i wrote just for my very first like writing class for that school for that program oh, cool. um yeah that i it was inspired by actually uh full metal alchemist um nice. there's uh you know i don't i fuck it's been years since i've read the books or watched the anime but uh the main character one the one of the characters he has like that the flame click glove Roy thing. mustang yeah Thank you. Um, I was inspired by that ability type thing, and I kind of have changed it a few times to make different ideas and stuff. And I wrote a version of it for my uh, for my class, and it was the. Oh, cool. But, but I I don't think I can still have it anymore. But it's super cheesy, so I should probably check that out to see if I'm so I can get re-inspired and potentially potentially rewrite it into something. Do you remember like how you changed the ability? Or uh, well, well, uh, basically, um, it was originally like uh, a glove. So each character, so it was a power glove, and so it was uh, a light. So like heavenly powers, healing, and light abilities, whatever. And the darks, so, like fire and smoke, or whatever. So these were like opposite uh, abilities from. And then one main character, he's like the chosen one, or whatever, can wield both, basically. 
but I, I turned it into because uh, when I was writing, it was around the time that uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War was come was either out or coming out, something like that. So yeah. it reminded me too much of the the gauntlet from from that. So I was like, oh, oh let's yeah. let's turn it into to a sword, and then it can kind of be like a Scalibur based. Hmm. Yeah. So that's the general outline with the go- without going into too much detail. It's very it's very like teenage nerdy like concept. So that's probably the reason why I haven't really continued it because. Yeah, but maybe yeah, maybe I should actually check that out. Maybe it'll give me re-inspired to re-get into that again. Yeah, maybe you could write some 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 screenplays for that yeah. <laughs> after My Hero Academia. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, I'm not, I'm now now that I did it, it only took me. Well, I did only write it was it was only like five pages, so it didn't take that long. But and the, but actually, when I did it, I was like, oh, this is actually not bad. I'm getting into the flow of writing and stuff. I've never been much of a writer, but I kind of enjoyed that that afternoon of just sitting with my laptop and chilling so nice. but but yeah um unless you have anything else you wanted to kind of bring up i think that's where we'll uh, wrap it for now then yeah sounds good yeah already then so yeah this was fun it kind of uh entailed i wanted to talk a little bit more about uh the ratchet and clank trailer specifically because i thought it was interesting because it was a game that was that looked fun but Either way, oh, yeah, like, crap. but it, it did wrap, but it rabbit trail, but it's still in the same like genre of what we were talking about. So it's not even that bad. Um, and then I did find a way to kind of tie in the other topic that I wanted to talk about a little bit, even though you never really uh, watched the show. But, done. but but hey, I got you to uh, to get in, intrigued by by uh, a new show potentially, and yeah. that's something other than uh, a Korean drama to watch with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Or is it Korean? Yeah, I think it's Korean, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe you'll find something new to watch. But uh, for those uh, listening, uh, let, let's see. Let, leave a comment of something of a of a story idea that you think that would be interesting to potentially write. Uh, some of the things that you like, or or leave a comment of something that for a nostalgic video game that you like to play as either as a kid or now that gives kind of like that yes feels of like the same type of feels of like getting a combo in a fighting game. <laughs> let, let us yeah. know in the comments below some of those things. Uh, if you So this is the M3 podcast. If you like video games, movies, games, TV shows, that type of stuff, make sure to subscribe on to here on YouTube or on any of the other listening platforms. But uh, that's where we'll end it this week, and thanks, you guys, for listening. See ya.